Welcome to the Your Bold Life podcast. I'm Val Selby and I'm a coach to women over 40. I firmly believe that it's time for you to take your turn in life. So are you looking for that safe place to have conversations with other midlife women? Somewhere that you can talk about things without judgment, get them off your chest and move forward? I get it. And the Bold Bestie members get it too. We meet weekly with a topic in mind, and then we just let the conversation go to whatever needs to happen. We're there to celebrate and encourage the growth that all of us are going through. Yes, I say all of us, because I too am still a work in progress, and I share that experience in there with the, with the Bold Besties. So if you are looking for a group of women to share your inner thoughts and dreams with, I'd love to talk with you more about becoming a Bold Bestie. Now, I do not know if it's because of spring fever, um, because the world is starting to open up and so many of us are starting to have that outside stuff coming back in that we have uh, had quieted for us in the last year, or if it's just because I'm really noticing it, but I've been talking to a lot of women that are in big changes lately. And I know that it does, of course, in my market talking to midlife women, it, it does come across more that you are going to go through big transitions because you're going through the empty nest. You're going through uh, the, the caregiving of, of parents. You know, there's, there's a lot of stuff. I mean, we've been talking for the last year in the podcast, right? You've been listening in. There's a lot of stuff that's going on in our lives in midlife of a lot of transitions. And it's had me looking back, <laughs> of course, and realizing that those first big transitions when when you are really aware of, that it's a transition, those are really hard, really hard. I mean, transitions are, are always going to be difficult, of course, because something's pushing us out of our comfort zone. And it doesn't matter if that comfort zone is, is somewhere we don't want to be and something we don't want. It's still the comfort zone. This is what we know. I can be surrounded by my my blanket of ugh right now, but this is what I know. And I don't know what's on the other side of the blanket. I just don't because I haven't lived it yet. But I've lived this. So we know where we're at, whether it's yuck or not. It's it's what I know. So transitioning into we go through transitions, right? I mean, I can look back in my 20s. Uh, we had the kids young. And of course, bringing home the baby and the marriage and all of that were, were huge transitions. But I wasn't, I didn't quite have that same awareness of things transitioning. It, it was more of that spontaneous, okay, this is what we're doing kind of thing. It wasn't the, oh God, this is going to happen uh, as much, as much. I didn't have the awareness as I worked through it, I guess I should say. So I don't know, is that, was that, have you witnessed that same thing? Can you look back and realize that some of those transitions, while difficult, of course, bringing home a brand new baby is going to be difficult. There's no prepping for that, no matter how much we've read or what classes we've taken. It's going to be a huge transition. But did you, do you feel like, like that might have even been a little easier back in the day? 
just because maybe you weren't quite aware. I don't know. It could just be me. <laughs> I'd love to hear your feedback on that. But I do know that when I hit some of those major transitions uh, back in 2013, when it was really all snowballing and I was highly aware of how much my life was going to change and going to change whether I wanted it to or not. I mean, the kids are still going to graduate. There's no stopping that. And I don't, well, there were times I did joke about the fact that I wanted one of them to flunk just so we could do it all over again. So I could still, still have that normality. <laughs> I did joke about it, but did I mean it? No, of course not. You still, you know that these things are going to happen. There's no control over them happening. You are going to transition. The kids are going to leave the nest. Eventually, I promise, eventually, they're going to move on. They're going to have their own lives. There's other major transitions, you know, with the caregiving. You know, when when we lost my, my father-in-law and my stepmother-in-law, when you're dealing with it, you know, this is just life changing. Life changes right now. And I'm aware that life changes right now and I'm aware that my life is never going to be that that certain way again and those that awareness was so hard because I did not know what to do with it have you gone through any of of those big transitions and just been like that moment of knowing my life for good or bad is never going to be the same that's scary. How scary is that? You have no control of getting out of your comfort zone. None. And for me, that's that word control. That was a huge one for me. It's like, I don't know what to do now because I have to deal with this. I can't pretend it's not happening and it didn't happen. I'm going to graduation. The child is going to college. These are all things that I really, really wanted. But, but I don't know if I want it. Why can't we just keep going on, right? That awareness of the changes that are going to happen. Oh, my God, it was so scary. So scary. So much. It just creates that awareness, creates an entire new ball game because now that you are aware of this stuff happening you cannot lose the awareness even if you crunch it down into that box I love to talk about and shove it under the bed you're still aware that that box is under the bed Ugh, so much isn't it so much which means you have to deal with things which is a ugh. Do we really have to? Can't I just live in my little blankie with denial? It's really awesome here. <laughs> so the being aware and aware of the transition is super cool down the road. There's a light down here at the tunnel, at the end of the tunnel. There's a light. Because here I am in 2021, looking back at 2013, going, oh, 
okay. And I'm even more aware of some learning that I did that I didn't know about. Cool. But that was eight years, right? <laughs> eight years. And I'm, I'm really in that spot. I mean, I've been embraced looking back and knowing that the big changes happened and, and, and being celebrating the fact that the, that I made big changes and what it has created in my life because I did transition and I did move forward. Um, I'm definitely celebrating that, but I can look back on it now and it's like, wow, wow. All of that happened and I did survive. And I did it the really big, hard way. So that's what I want to talk to you about today. You know, are you going through the tough years now? Are you going through a really hard transition now? Do you feel like a big transition's coming up? I mean, sometimes we know. Sometimes we just get that that feeling. We don't can't put a can't put our finger on it, but you just have that feeling. Change is coming. And it's almost like you're looking for that train, but you can't even see the goddamn train tracks, right? You're like, I don't know when this train is going to hit me, which is freaky. <laughs> and I don't want to get all negative. I just want to find out, are you there right now? Are you feeling it coming on right now? Are you knowing it's going to happen? Because, I mean, you're, you're getting, we are in March. That means that there's going to be a whole new generation of kids that are graduating. So maybe you're part of that. Maybe you're, you're looking ahead at being a, a soon empty nester mama. And it's hard. And I get it. I get it. It's a big reason of why I do what I do. And why I, I love having the podcast is the fact that I know you are going through tough times and you're here because you don't want to be alone through those tough times, right? Because it's icky. It's hard. So I've been reflecting more on, I'm just going to call them the yucky years of growth because for me, they were at, they, I think of hot mess as that messy girl bun. This was not hot mess. I, those years for me were, oh, tornado, Val, yuck. Bless everybody that came through it with me. Absolutely. There's a lot of them. A lot of people that went through it with me. There was a lot more that did not. <laughs> so I'm looking back on those, on those, I'm going to keep calling it, they're yucky years of growth. There was amazing stuff that happened during those years, yes. But they're yucky years of growth for me. Uh, the as the kids were leaving me, yes, I'm saying it that way because that was partially what it felt like in the moment. And our feelings do not have to be justified. It was my feeling my kids were leaving me. As I had no idea what the fuck I was going to do next. Here I'd been joking about the fact that I was going into retirement. Oh, yeah. That sounded like so much fun. Two to three years before the oldest was graduating, as we were hitting it. That joke was no more, no longer funny. I did not want a retirement party anymore. I was going into mourning. 
because my life was forever changing and my baby girl was going to be going out on her own and holy shit. <laughs> now what do I do? Because it wasn't a joke anymore. My job was raising the children. And as she left, that made me completely realize I only had two more years and the youngest was going to leave. So I had to get my shit together in my head. I had to get together now. I had to be prepared. I didn't figure it out. Why can't I figure it out? And it was also at that point that I was working on businesses that felt like drudgery. They were things that I had to do, not things that I wanted to do. Which if you are an entrepreneur, that is really hard really hard and especially when some of it's not working and you know why it's not working because <laughs> mindset mindset owns your business so I was forcing myself to to do that through those yucky years because I was doing something that I did not want to be doing but I didn't know what I wanted to do so I just kept it that because it was my comfy bl blanket here we are I know what I'm supposed to do I'm going to get up and I'm going to work on this even though I'm not happy doing it and a big one are you, are you doing the same thing? If you are trudging through the mess right now, are you asking yourself the same question that I ask myself often? Why am I so unhappy when I have everything? Is any of that stuff passing through your brain? Are you there? hell there's still times that 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 often come up though why am I so unhappy when I have everything back then that would pass through my brain and then I would have the guilt why am I so happy when I have everything what the hell is wrong with me why can't I just be happy you literally want for nothing you are completely safe in a house that you like, with a family that you like, with a car that you like. You literally want nothing. So then I'd feel like a bad person. Because I live, even then, I live a life of gratitude. I'm thankful for all of that stuff. So when that mindset would come up, I'd be like, okay, well, now am I a hypocrite? I guess I'm not grateful. Am I a hypocrite that I'm like leading this grateful life of gratitude and sharing that I live a life of gratitude and encouraging others to live a life of gratitude? Yet here I am ungrateful for everything that I've got. But wait, no, I'm not ungrateful for everything that I've got. I'm just, why am I so sad and mad and upset? Yet I have this amazing life. What the hell is wrong with me? Why do I feel this way? Why am I so sad? I must not be a very good person if all I can focus on is the bad stuff, the hard stuff. Why am I not focusing on the good stuff? Oh, that transitions, those uh, first uh, first transitions of being fully aware that the transition is happening and the lack of control 
are so hard, so hard. And like I said, there's a light at the end of the tunnel because now I can look back and realize how hard it, it, it was and realize now that I'm still going through really tough transitions. But I've, I have put some things in place so that I'm not doing it alone, which was one of the really, really big things for me. I don't know if you're sharing your experience with anyone, but I sure as hell was not. I created a world where I was alone in my thoughts. I did not even reach out to my parents. And at that time, I had three sets of parents because the ones that hadn't gotten sick yet, I had three sets of parents and really great relationships with them. And I did not even consider reaching out and asking them. These are six people that have been there and done that, gone through this stuff. I had, th I had three moms to choose from, but it never even occurred to me because I was so in my own head at that time. Everything was just so much that it wasn't even a thought to reach out. I felt really alone. And like I was saying, I can look back and know that I created that. Now, now I reach out a lot more. So that's one really great thing that came out of those hard transitions was I am aware that doing it alone was a poor choice for me. It was a very poor choice. So now I won't lie to you and tell you that I'm super great at it because that that's just, that's an area of growth for me. But I am much better at it. And each time I'm, I'm working through something, I reach out a little bit sooner. And I reach out a little bit sooner. And I become aware that I haven't reached out to a certain person. And they might be that voice of reason, that voice of comfort, whatever I need at that point, they might be that. And in return, the awesome thing is, is that I also become that for them as well. So that's been really awesome. So those walls that I had created and thrown up were absolutely my worst enemy. They are my go-to. I know this. Um, but as I communicated more, I could let the walls down and I could feel that I was safer when I was talking to others. And, and so now, eight years later, <laughs> eight years later from that, that major turning point, I, I can realize that, that these are the people that are definitely for there for me. They are definitely there to help me because they've, they were there when I was in some really ucky years. So of course they're going to be here for the years that are not quite so, so yucky. If you are hitting something soon, if you can feel it coming up, or if you are in the middle of the big transitions right now, I've got a few tips here for you. I want you to just pay attention to the things that are really driving you crazy. So I can, I can look back to last week. <laughs> I don't have to look back that far. I Hey, we're all going to go through different transitions, right? I can look back to last week. 
<laughs> and I know that there were things that were driving me crazy that I was focused on and harping on and being, eh, I was being a bitch. And it was because that was the easy thing to focus on and it really was not what was causing me a problem. It was just the easy thing to grab a hold of and focus on. So pay attention to what is driving you crazy if you're in the muck of it right now. Is that really what's driving you crazy? Or is that something that you could actually probably let go or qu quickly fix and something over here that's much bigger is actually the issue and you are hiding behind that easy issue. So take a look at that if you're in the muck of it. A big one. This one can be hard because, I mean, when I was going through my first huge transition years, I was putting up major boundaries, major boundaries. And I did not know what that meant at that time. I had not, I had not created my own workshop. Hence the workshop was created, <laughs> was going through all of that. But take a look at who is your support. Now, like I said, this can be really tough if part of your major transition, which it usually is a part of any major transition, is that you are in the midst of setting up boundaries. It becomes really easy to focus on all of those people that are pissing you off, driving you insane, and you're wondering why the fuck they are in your life. And then you keep focusing on them and keep focusing on them and keep focusing on them. Am I right? Just me? <laughs> that was my MO back then. I was completely focused on those people that I needed to let go and how much they were driving me crazy and how much I didn't want to be around them, how much I didn't want that focus that, you know, I it's a one-sided relationship, right? Versus... The later switch, the now switch, is I'm more focused on those that I want to be around and I want to spend more time with. Those are my support people. Those are the people I miss right now. Those are the people I want to hug right now. <laughs> right? Those are the ones that I needed last week in person. <laughs> I really needed them in person while I was going through some stuff. Um, not super icky stuff, just us just going through some stuff. We're all going to go through stuff. And those are the ones that I, I reached out to. And I'm much better. I'm really working on my words. I'm much better about not focusing on those people that I don't think bring value to my life. And I know that sounds harsh. But it's true. Not everybody is going to bring value in our life. So we need to celebrate the people that do bring value in our life. So if you're in the muck of it, take a look. Who is your support? They're there. They are. You might not have talked to them in a while, but reach out to them. They want to help. They want to help just as much as you want to help other people, right? When they're in the middle of it, you want to help. So let others help you as well. I know it's hard. Now here's another big one. So we've got 
pay attention to the things that are driving you crazy. Is it really that thing or is it something else? We've got who is your support system? You've got them. Find them. Reach out to them. Scary stuff. Now, here's a big one, a really, really big one. And this one can be even scarier than all the rest of them. Quiet your mind. Take the downtime. For those of you that don't meditate, are resistant to, resistant to meditation, I get it. I have been forever as well. And there was a big reason why. Because when you quiet your mind, you have to deal with things. You can't just let the busy daily stuff just keep on keeping on your brain. I'm too busy. I'm too busy. I'm too busy. So you're, you're, you know, I'll deal with it later. You won't. You'll just keep being busy. And I know that's one of the major, major things that so many people have had issues with in this last year is the fact that the world got quiet. We had to deal with things inside us. And that's fucking scary. Even me knowing I had to deal with so much more crap that I didn't even know was there. And I didn't want to quiet my mind. It's really been sporadic that I've let that happen. And it's very much only been in the last 15 days because I'm on day 15 of this little meditation practice that I'm doing. Um, it's really been only in the last 15 days that I've absolutely let my mind be quiet. And it was hard because there were some days that when I let my mind be quiet and the real stuff comes in, that you just sit there and you just, I just bawled. I just cried because it was there. And once it's there, I'm aware and I can't be unaware, right? We don't get to be unaware. No matter how much I pack it away, cover it up, throw it under the, under the bed in that box, I still know it's there. And I don't want it to be there anymore. So that's a big difference too. I just don't want it to be there anymore. I want to work through it. And quieting your mind makes that happen. But the good thing about quieting your mind, and I'm saying quieting your mind because that way you won't have the resistance to I'm not going to do meditation. It's, it's just that point that you connect with yourself because if you're going through something, you know the answers that you need. And what you need to do or what you need to not do or what you need to let happen. But when you don't quiet your mind, they're all just a jumbled mess in there. And you're just like, oh, well, there's so many choices and I could just do this, this and this. When you quiet your mind, your mind tells you, you know what to do. And it might be hard. So you're fighting it. But you know what to do. So then once your mind's quiet and you realize it, then there's that other option of you have to figure out if that's what you're going to do or not do. And you make that honest choice. So for me, I know that that was why I was anti-meditation why not for anybody else anybody else could do whatever they wanted 
they told me how, how great it worked for them. But that's why I would do one day and then I'd be getting in my own head and I'd be like, I don't want to, uh, 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 I ain't going here. <laughs> so looking on the other side, I can tell you that the quieting my mind and working through some of the hard stuff that's been going through my head in the last 15 days, not every day has been hard, by the way, going through my head those last, these last 15 days, it's been much nicer to become aware and work through it than to keep having it just sit there in my head. So while it was hard at the moment and for a few moments later, within hours or days, it, it was a lot nicer not to have that sitting on my back anymore. So those three things, and I'm just going to leave you with those three things. The, those three things, if you are in the muck of it or you feel like that the major transitions are coming up, then take a look at paying attention to the things that are really driving you crazy and see if that is the thing that's driving you crazy or if you are deflecting. Take a look at who your support system is and reach out to them. And the hard, hard, hard one for me, quiet your mind. Just, just quiet it. You don't have to have a mantra or anything. Just quiet your mind and see what happens. It's scary. Yes, it's scary. <laughs> These are going to give you a really great start in any general direction. Um, but if you want to work through something specific, I do have some limited availability for coaching clients right now. And let's get you working through it even quicker. I will happily be part of that support system and help you find the rest of your support system. And we can, we can work through it together because working through it with somebody else does help it go quicker. It's so nice to know that you're not alone, right? Thank you for joining me today. I look forward to continuing to guide you into creating your bold life because baby, you deserve to live as your best self.